Welcome to Outside Source Football, your inside look at the NFL. Listen to the latest predictions and happenings from the season with your hosts, Evan Mick and Gabriel Vondra. Here they are now. Hello and welcome to 101.7 FM, Ready Free Hillsdale. My name is Evan Mick. And I'm Gabriel Vondrak. And this is Outside Source Football. Today, we're going through our week four recap. We're going to start with Thursday Night Football. Packers at Lions. Big win for the Lions. They control the NFC North now. Uh, Lions were better on any every side of the ball. Brian Branch continued to make plays. He looks like the best player on that defense. Yeah, I was nervous when he went down. We thought maybe it was an Achilles. So it was, it was good to see him get back in the game. Probably, what was it? it was just kind of an ankle sprain. Something like that. Tweaked just, his ankle. Just Hopefully nothing. Yeah, the Lions look good, man. God, having David Montgomery back was different for that offense. God, they, they can run the ball. Jared Goff gets going with that play action. And, and the defense looked good. Look, you know. Look out for the Lions defense right now. They've kind of stepped up. I know it's, you know, Atlanta and, and Green Bay's offense, you know, was, didn't have Aaron Jones, but still that Lions, that Lions defense looks good. Yeah, uh, the Packers were pretty beat up. I was very, very happy with how David Montgomery played. I think one of the biggest complaints from Lions fans has been we used a to top. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, we, we picked Jameer exactly. Gibbs. Why, why did you take Jameer Gibbs if he's going to get, you know, yeah. 10 touches a but game, maybe? I, I think that there's two things that I still don't agree with taking him even in the first round. I think we could have gotten somebody yeah. later that, you know, maybe not as talented, but like we don't use them that much anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. And then we take Jalen Carter at six. Yeah. That would or, or you look at some of these young defensive backs who was Devin Witherspoon available? Uh, no, Witherspoon was picked one. With, pick. Witherspoon that was, was taken before. Everybody okay. thought they were going for Witherspoon. Yeah. And then but what, what about Christian one. Gonzalez? Was he available? Gonzalez was available though. And he's looked I know he I think he's, he's looked just, really good. He got hurt, but he's looked good too. Yeah. Um yeah, it's tough. I mean, the Raiders are the same way with their picks, but we'll get to that later. I think, you know, we'll see, we'll see with Jameer Gibbs. The role yeah. probably should will expand, yeah. you would think, throughout the season. I think I think also the fear is that they don't want another DeAndre Swift. They don't want a guy who's going to play three games of the season and then not play the rest of the season. Also, he's not as good between the tackles as Montgomery is. No. And no, that's, I mean, that's where our strength is. Exactly, so, like, yeah, Mon- I get Mon- it. Montgomery is your ground and pound every down sort of back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, they, you know, 30... Close. Was he thirty carries? Some 30, 32 carries. Yeah. And no, they they look good. They definitely yeah look like the best team in the NFC North right now, hands yeah. down. When when Gibbs did have those twenty carries, he didn't look that good. He had a couple big runs at the end, but it was it was pretty rough. Next up, we got Falcons at Jags uh, in London at nine thirty a.m. I'm not a huge fan of the London games. I mean, they kind of are it's what just, they are. It's it's early. London is like Thursday night. You know, it's it's you typically get I a like sloppy Thursday game. night. Ah, you I mean, get a okay, sloppy game. Okay, yeah, you I, get a garbage I, I, game. Same. I like having football on Thursday night too, but it's usually there's a high chance for some bad football. And I feel like we always get that in London. You get games like this, Jags, Falcons. I know the Jags are better than they've been in the past, but it, I mean, this game was was pretty ugly for the most part. I mean, the Jags didn't do that much, you know, put put together a few drives, got got some turnovers. They had a pick six and then another, another interception right after that. The Falcons don't have much of a passing game at all. De- Desmond Ritter is, he's struggling. Uh, Bijan Robinson is that offense and he's incredible, but teams, they know if you, if you can stop or slow down Bijan Robinson, you can, you can pretty much stop the Falcons offense right yeah. now. And you can't win with the run game in today's NFL. You just not alone, not purely a run, game. not alone. I mean, you have to have some semblance of a passing offense and, and the Falcons um, just, don't quite have it. I think I came up with a new worst way to win, though, because if I was a Falcons fan watching them lose as Toy Story characters, I would have I would have probably punched the TV. I would be so <laughs> that's, upset. That's up there with uh, when they did the Nickelodeon slime. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, and lose and Mitch Trubisky was. I think the, the Bears won the game. Yeah, the right? Bears won, and then he was the yeah. MVP. The yeah, the, yeah, Nickelodeon, the, the, the Nickelodeon valuable player. Yeah, yeah, and but, get, getting slimed. 
and as you get kicked out of the playoffs, yeah, that was that was bad. But yeah, the Toy, toy Story thing, yeah, that's the new worst way to lose. Yeah, good win by the Jags, though. Falcons just won't win big games. Just straight up not good. I still think that we talked about teams earlier, me and you talked about teams that were unperforming, and we we listed three teams, and the Jags, yeah. are, one of those. Jags are underperforming. Yeah, they have to pick I, it up. I, my biggest concern with them right now is that offensive line. It seems like Lawrence is having to move a lot. He's he's constantly under pressure, and and yeah, they're just they're not going to be able to compete with the top teams in the AFC if if they can't get that figured out. Yeah, and Calvin Ridley and Trevor Lawrence connection has to be better because he's yeah. he's such a good route runner, but he's the only receiver in the NFL with more than 10 drops. Really? He's got yeah, 10 drops? Yeah, he has 10 drops. It's wow. wild. Yeah. So up next, we got Rams at Colts. Great job pulling out an overtime win by the Rams. But the Colts looked pretty good again. Anthony Richardson, was he was okay passing. Great running the ball. They were very efficient as a team overall, especially in that second half. And they would really, really, really benefit from Jonathan Taylor back. Yeah, Anthony Richardson, uh, his upside flashed in this game, though. I mean, he made a handful of plays where it's just like there's not many guys in the league who can make that throw or or could you know get out of that sack if he can tighten it up and and you know make the easy things look easy. I mean, he has insane talent. And and yeah, as, as far as this game goes, the Rams had this thing won. I mean, they're they're up twenty three to nothing in the third quarter and then all of a sudden the Colts come storming back you know they get a turnover Rams sort of start to lull and yeah you know send this thing to overtime and and then you know thank God the Rams have Matthew Stafford if they didn't have Matthew Stafford I really think this could be one of the worst teams in the NFL but you have Stafford he's a veteran he's been there he's still a great player and you know yeah drives him down get, gets that touchdown in overtime when they had no momentum the Rams had yeah, no momentum they had done nothing the Colts that stadium was rocking and Stafford just went out there ended the game got the win got out of indy yeah he's got he's up there in fourth quarter comes back oh yeah that's it's what he does best well when he was with detroit that was the only way he <laughs> won, <only> games. won games <laughs> yeah up next we got ravens at browns dtr did not look great but i think that was more first game jitters than anything because i thought he made some great plays down the stretch uh, he's a good athlete with a decent arm he just did not read the field well yeah he needs to get the ball out a little the, bit quicker the turn, maybe the turnovers killed him that ravens defense is good though um, oh for sure yeah Tough. It's a tough welcome NFL defense. For yeah, sure. this you know the Browns offense has struggled with Deshaun Watson, and so I, th- I think the last thing they needed was to throw the backup quarterback in there because um, yeah. they because they really struggled at times for yeah for most of this game against the Ravens. You know the Ravens, it's they benefited from some short fields because of that. You know be scoring on offense. You know Lamar Jackson is still very difficult to defend. You know two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, um, and you, in this game you really saw the impact of Mark Andrews. You know I think. I think it's funny that every offseason we harp on, you know, who who are the receivers? Who are they going to get? Who are they going to get Lamar and for and Lamar throw Jackson to, to throw to? He still just wants to throw the ball to Mark Andrews. Doesn't like matter that's who they what bring he in. like no. I, that's just who Lamar Jackson is. He's never going to be, you know, Josh Allen throwing the ball deep outside the numbers to to receivers. He likes to move around, he likes to scramble, he likes to create for himself and find, you know, his big tight end open in the middle of the field. And yeah, Mark Andrews was was money, two touchdown catches. Um and, and the Ravens get a big win over divisional opponent. Yeah, that Browns defense is still really good. Okay. Uh, they they, were, they, they was, didn't tackle well this game though. No. And I th- I thought their pursuit angles were pretty bad too. Yeah, and, and you know this was their biggest test by I would say by far. Oh, yeah. Um, this season, and, but you know for the most part they did well. It's not like the Ravens were sustaining you know long drives. Like I said, they they benefited from some short fields because of those turnovers that mm-hmm. the defense forced. Lamar played pretty well this game too. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah. 
especially like touch passes. Browns played a little bit too much man because Lamar Jackson doesn't like trying to fit it in, in zones more than five yards down the field. Yeah. Just something that he's not good at. And the touch passes, he's okay at. So I think that they played a little bit too much man on him. And sometimes you have to when you're down like that, but just a little bit too much. Up next, we got Vikings at Panthers. Kirk Cousins threw for 139 yards, two picks. One for a pick six. You saw the pick six, yeah. right? How funny was it watching the Panthers defender? I mean, he was like flying from down the field to make sure that he got that hit yeah. on Kirk Cousins. That was something else. Uh, yeah, the Vikings didn't play particularly well. It, it seemed like for, you know, in the beginning of the game, the Panthers were kind of controlling it. Uh, unfortunately, the Panthers' offense is just not there yet. I mean, we talked about it last week, how they looked better with Andy Dalton. Um, Bryce Young still, uh, I know it's early. It's super early. It's way early to, to, to make any sort of, you know, judgments on these rookie quarterbacks, but watching CJ Stroud, watching, you know, even Anthony Richardson they look way better and watching Bryce Young, those two just seem to have so much more upside right now than Bryce Young. You know, I know that that was everything with Bryce Young was, oh, you know, he's the, he's the processor. Like, yeah, okay. He doesn't have the big arm, maybe not as great of an athlete. He was supposed um, to be better year but one. But he though. was, he was supposed to be more NFL ready. And those two guys, because of their talent so far and and, you know, their decision-making too is, has looked, you know, really, especially Stroud. But yeah, Bryce Young, not quite there. And, and the Vikings, you know, did enough on offense. Just, you know, Justin Jefferson made some plays. Let's talk about the Panthers, how bad they are, though. Uh, the Panthers had an early pick six, more passing yards, less turnovers, and they still found a way to lose this game. It's also really tough that they don't even have their first round pick anymore. Up next, we got Bengals at Titans. Uh, Bengals looked bad. Burrow needs to get healthy. Titans offense played pretty good. Henry looked good. Good win for them, putting up 28 points, but more a loss by the Bengals than anything. Yeah, their offensive line is struggling, and it's it's making it even worse that Burrow can't move. Yeah, this their offense is bottom one of the one of the worst in the nfl right now because they can't uh they can't pick up a third down i mean they can't they can't stay on the field the titans um just controlled this game i mean they won it the way that mike vrabel likes to win football games play defense run the football control the ball i mean they had a 10 minute drive to start the third quarter that i mean it ended in a field goal but it just like just sucked the life out of them you know to hold to hold the ball that long and they already have the lead that they had yeah, you know, I kind of saw this one coming. Yeah, Titans defense, I feel like, was the, was the story. And then, yeah, controlling the ball on offense. Up next, we got Bucks at Saints. Derek Carr also needs to get healthy. He had 127 yards on 37 attempts and a fumble. And then Jameis Winston came in for one play. I'm going to guess it was just a throw. I didn't watch the end of the game. I was, it was, the game was over. I think they just kind of put him out there because they didn't want to risk putting, you know, put Carr in a bat, you know, in a, yeah. there was, there was no reason to put Carr back in the game. It was over. Yeah. I don't know that the injury, I don't know how much it affected his ability to throw Derek Carr. Cause I, there was actually at one point he threw the ball about 60 yards to the end zone. I think more than the injury, this was just about the Buccaneers defense, the Buccaneers defense, especially uh, their secondary played really well in this game. And the, and the front seven got after. After him too, you know, Carr took quite a few sacks. Yeah, but you know, Buccaneers offense, Baker was efficient, moved the ball. He even lost, you know, lose Mike Evans to a hamstring injury pretty early, but they still found a way to yeah get down the field and score points. You know, I I think one of the big differences in this game was even when the Saints did get some drives together, it was field goals. They settled for three field goals. When the Buccaneers were able to move the ball, they scored touchdowns and and. That was the difference in the game. Yeah, it was another good day by Baker against what is a pretty good Saints defense. And yeah, I mean that's that's impressive to do. You know, the yeah. Saints the Saints defense I think is one of the better units in the NFL, and so yeah, that's that's a good win for them. 
absolutely. Yeah. And and the Bucks run didn't run the ball well at all. I mean, it's a good strategy. Make Baker Mayfield beat you, but he did. Yeah, he beat him. He did. So credit to him. Up next, we got Dolphins at Bills. Bills offense dominated the Miami defense, but we knew this defense had some holes, had some weak points. Now, how do you stop the Dolphins offensively? Well, they didn't really do anything special scheme-wise, except I think they covered the two-yard out well and the two-yard drag out pretty well, the short routes. But Miami had a false start in illegal formation, punt number one. The Bills' defense is very talented. They made some plays, punt number two. Then Miami fumbles, okay? Three turnovers in a row, and... Buffalo's up three scores. Yeah, that's that's the Bills scored on every single one of their drives in the first half. Yeah, I I think the Bills definitely heard the oh my gosh, everybody freaking out over the Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. This was uh, this was definitely a statement win by by Buffalo. They uh, they showed that you know that I think that they wanted to prove to everybody that the Jets game was a bit of a fluke and that they are still the team to beat in the AFC East, the most complete team. You look at offense and defense. I've said it about the Dolphins. They you know the defense has been has been up and down. I know everybody's in love with their offense. But when you talk about, yeah, both both sides of the ball looking good, I, I still think the Bills are the best team in that division, and, and they proved it on Sunday. Up next, we got Broncos at Bears. The design runs for Fields were horrible. Their O-line could not block for him. Uh, they should have been great. He's a great athlete. It doesn't make any sense why the design runs are so bad. He, They just have to be better at that. It's just something that in their scheme, it should work every time. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like Hurts running the ball. I can't put this game on Fields at all. Really, I, I this this one all for me gets back to the to the Chicago's coaching. They were up in this game. Justin Fields is playing really well. I mean, he started the game sixteen for sixteen. They're up twenty eight to seven, and then you let okay. So the Broncos score, and then you run this you know this bootleg play where Fields has his back to the line of scrimmage. Turns around, there's a guy in his face. Loses the ball, pick it up. Broncos score, and then you know from that point, Denver had all the momentum and. And then the decision when the game was tied on the fourth and one to not kick a 35 field goal, they definitely should 35 yard field goal. field goal and win the game or not win the game, but take the lead there. Instead, you don't pick up that fourth down, which I hated that play call too. They, you know, they took the ball out of field's hands on, on a day that he was everything Lights for that out. offense. But yeah, they hand it off. Don't get it. Broncos go down, kick a field goal. And, and, you know, the bears, it ends on an interception, but you know, there's, there's a lot to like, obviously from Justin Fields in this game. I know he's playing against the Broncos defense, but just classic bears snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, a, a game that they should not have lost. And they still found a way to loss. Yeah. Fields had a really good day. Uh, that fumble was his fault. I mean, yeah, the, losing, yeah, losing the ball was his fault. Yes, I mean, yeah, best case scenario there, he probably takes a sack or maybe he's able to ground it. But it's still, no, I mean, the play that, guy, that guy somebody was, has to, somebody has somebody's got to block yeah. that guy. They're not supposed to have a Still free. Field's fault, but, yeah. so, but somebody else somebody, made a bad play as well. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Fields had a good day, but there were two specific throws which he just absolutely missed on. He wasn't really 16 for 16. There oh, was yeah. two plays, one in the beginning. Well, the, yeah, the DJ Moore touchdown. I don't know how, why they called that, that a touchdown. That wasn't a touchdown down uh the ones that i'm thinking about actually i didn't even think about that one that's number three yeah uh the, there was a dpi and a holding mm -hmm. which he missed on both of those throws pretty bad yeah uh the, the dpi the holding uh he missed and it was just going to be you know like a missed throw ball was away mm -hmm. the dpi i think that if whoever was back there that broncos defender would have just held up a little bit i think he should have picked that one off because it should have been an yeah interception. it should have been an interception but fields did have a good day overall the third touchdown was a great play by him. Immediate pressure, exactly like that fumble play. And Fields just starts going right, left, right, left, right, left. And he, he's he, got to respect the run. He makes a handful of plays yeah. that are, are special. You know, like you see you see the potential. The consistency is the issue. Moving to running back. 
<laughs> I don't know. Move him to running back. Move him out of Chicago. Move him out of uh, Chicago. I don't know. Yeah, you said you said you had faith in Fields. I said I have faith in Fields. Maybe I think Some, I don't. Prob- probably somewhere else. But I don't have any faith in Fields in Chicago. Yeah. And should, should we give any? Do we give any credit to the Broncos here? Well, I think the the Broncos edge rushers were super selfish. Um, their D tackles were pretty good. I think their their D ends were selfish. They tried to go inside on Fields and let him get out of the pocket yeah. too much. I don't know how much credit I'm going to give to the Broncos overall because it was it was kind of rough. I mean, I'd prefer not to give them any. You know how I feel about the Broncos. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess they showed some fight. Up next, we got Commanders, Eagles. Sam Howell, no turnovers versus this good Eagles team. Uh, threw the ball well overall. Kept them in this game. Not Hurts' his best game, but did enough to get the win. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop you right there. Also, Sam Howell had a drive to send this thing to overtime. That was, it was a master class in a two-minute drill. I mean, he marched, the Eagles go down, score a touchdown. Everybody, I'm sure, thought that that game was over. You know, oh, okay. Commanders had hung around long enough. He takes them down the field, and they're, I want to say, like 10 to 12 yards out. There's two seconds left. He's got one play, and he throws a strike for a touchdown to send this thing to overtime. They the should have comman- went for two. They probably should they have. Totally they probably should have gone for two. And I, I think Rivera took some criticism, and rightfully so, for that. Because, yeah, they had the momentum there, and leaving it up to a coin flip in overtime was stupid. But the Commanders gave the Eagles all they could handle all day. I mean, obviously, you know, 31 to 34 overtime game. I'll give a ton of credit to them. I'm a little bit, I'm worried about this Eagles defense, the passing secondary, whatever. Uh, but the Eagles offense looked pretty good for most of the game. Up next, we got Steelers at Texans. Stroud was not perfect, but he was good. Missed a couple easy throws, and his receiving core looks pretty good. Nico Collins looks really good. All of this Steelers secondary isn't great outside of Fitzpatrick. I don't think Kenny Pickett is the Steelers guy. Uh, He's a very similar skill set to Brock Purdy. He's not as good, but he's a very similar skill set to Brock Purdy, and nobody will ever be as talented enough to carry a, a player like Brock Purdy in their scheme to win them that many games. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if anybody on the Steelers' offense is the guy. That whole offense looks really bad. I'll give. I'll give credit to the Texans. Their defense played well, and and I thought Stroud. You know, yeah, Stroud missed some throws. The the game wasn't as much of a blowout as it looked. They kind of scored twice late. Um, but Nico Collins. I I think if he can stay consistent, this could be a guy that in in short order we're talking about as one of the top, you know, making that jump to being one of the top number one receivers in the NFL. He he looks really good and he looks the part and, and he's putting up numbers so far. The guy who I really liked was Henry Toto, uh Texans linebacker. They drafted him out of Alabama this year. He's fast, a little bit smaller, but he looked really, really, really good hitting gaps and made the form good enough to make the tackle. He never really missed a tackle. Excellent game by him. I like this Texans team. They're dangerous. Up next, we got Raiders at Chargers. Uh, I'm going to start out with the same thing. Uh, I think the Chargers should get rid of Brandon Staley. You're going to tell me like a team like the Packers or the Dolphins want to hire him as a D coordinator. Okay, I totally see that, but not a head coach. Should never be a head coach again. And Raiders, maybe same thing for Josh McDaniels. Tale of two bad coaches. Chargers are more talented team. They pulled out a victory. Yeah, this was uh, this one was ugly. Raiders did start my boy Aiden O'Connell. Unfortunately, did not go exactly how I hoped. He held onto the ball way too long in the first half. Khalil Mack, six sacks, uh, three fumbles, two of them lost. And then still, because of Brandon Staley's, uh, mostly Brandon Staley's questionable decisions in coaching, the Raiders have a chance to tie this game at the end. Two and a half minutes, first and goal, and they decide to throw the ball, not hand it off to Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs in the NFL, and it gets intercepted, of course. So, yeah, this was a battle of two uh, two coaches that I'm not a big fan of. And as a Raiders fan, it was a just another heartbreaking way to lose. Up next, we got Cardinals at 49ers. 49ers are the better team. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is 
special. He keeps this up. He's uh, well, he's already in the MVP conversation. If he keeps this up, he's got a good chance. He's to win. not going to win it. You don't think he's going to win it? Not a running. You don't back. think there's any way? No. What I mean, what if he has like a Ladanian Tomlinson type, like thirty touchdowns? It doesn't season? matter. I think he could. If they're if they're the best team in the NFL and he's the best player on the best team, he'll get some votes. Up next, we got Patriots at Cowboys. Cowboys were the better team. A defense kind of woke up, upset about last week. And Definitely. I think I think one of the main reasons for that is that the Cowboys can cover tight ends and they can't cover wide receiver twos. And the Patriots don't have a good wide receiver two. They depend on their tight ends. Yeah, Mac Jones, uh, that, one, that one interception he threw was just horrible. I mean, trying to make a throw all the way across the field. And the guy was never open. Like when you watch the replay, there was at no point did the receiver look open. The DB was just sitting there waiting for him to throw it. And he threw it and picked off, uh, picked it off. Things are things are looking rough in New England right now. People want Mac Jones out. People are questioning whether it's time. Not questioning, saying it's time that Bill Belichick needs to hang it up because the post Tom Brady era uh, does not look good. Up next, we got Chiefs at Jets. This game, God, this game was something we could talk about this for a long time, but I'll I'll give the abridged version here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes played horrible. One of the worst games I've ever seen him play. That Jets defense is so Jets good. defense is good, but he made some throws that were just like boneheaded. Like he never does. I mean, two interceptions should have been three that were terrible. And Zach Wilson, I've, I've criticized him a lot. Um, I'm I not going to this week because this guy played very well. He he looked like an NFL quarterback. Made some throws that were really impressive. You could see why. You know, he was taken second overall. Unfortunately, had the bad fumble late, gave the ball to the Chiefs, and they couldn't get it back. I do not agree with the holding penalty on Sauce Gardner. Um, I thought that that was, you know, just two guys being physical. And, you know, it should have been an interception. The Jets should have had another chance to to either tie this game or take the lead. Unfortunately, they didn't. Chiefs get the win. Uh, but the Jets gave them, you know, a run for their money. Much, much closer game, I think, than anybody thought. And there's some hope. There's hope for Jets fans if, if Zach Wilson can continue to grow and build off of this game. Up next, we got Seahawks at Giants. This Giants team is, is horrible. The uh, maybe the probably the worst offensive line right now in the NFL. Yeah. I know there's some injuries They're up beat there, up. but Dan, you know, Daniel Jones, the pick six was on him. But other than that, I mean, eleven sacks, and when he wasn't getting sacked, he was running for his life. So I mean, yeah, this and the Seahawks line isn't even that good. No, they were like one of the worst, you know, one of the bottom teams in the league as far as sacks coming into this game. You know, Troy Aikman pointed out on the broadcast, like, well, they're going to be up near the top now. But you just can't do anything on offense when when your offensive line is that bad. They can't run, can't pass protect. It was just a just a horrible, horrible game to watch for a Giants fan. Thank you for listening to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football. We'll be back after this short break. Hello, and welcome back to Outside Source Football on 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. This is our Power Top 5. Uh, started off just at number 5. I got the Dolphins. Were you the Dolphins at 5? Well, me too. I mean, their offense is just so their good. Their offense is really good. Their defense can be beaten, but is that offense and is that play calling really beatable? I mean, the Bills just beat them, but you know, it's a divisional opponent. The Bills also kind of own them right now. You know, in the division, they're super familiar with them. But yeah, I mean, I have... I mean, assume we'll find. I don't have the Chiefs in this top five. I have the Dolphins over the Chiefs just because I think the Jets game showed again that the Chiefs are vulnerable. Their offense is not as good as it is in the past. So I would I would rather have the Dolphins over them. So yeah. yeah. I just think that no no defensive team will beat the Dolphins. An offensive team, you have to have a really, really, really good offense to beat the Dolphins. Because you have to be able to keep up with them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because they're gonna I mean they're gonna score. They're gonna score. At number four, I have the Chiefs. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have one of the better defenses in the NFL. Uh, they show that they can be beaten, but they won. 
They won, and I think that that means something still. Yeah, so Yana, I yeah, never the Chiefs. The NFL made sure they won. Great take, Chris Collinsworth. I have the Cowboys. All right. <laughs> I I have the Cowboys at number four. Uh, I think the loss to the Cardinals was, you know, a bit of a hiccup, similar to the Bills' loss to the Jets. Yeah, well, not as – it was worse than the Bills' loss to the Jets. But they came out, dominated again this week. They're, they're one of the most talented teams in the NFL, and – you know, when they're awake and and they're you know ready for a game, the the Cowboys are without a doubt one of the, one of the hardest teams to beat. At number three, I have the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen last week looked like the best quarterback in football by far because Burrow's not there and Mahomes last week threw three interceptions. Mahomes has no receivers, so Josh Allen looked like by far the best quarterback in football, and that means something. That's most important position. Yeah, on a very talented team around him. Maybe that offensive line still is not great, but. It's okay, and their running game is better than it was last year with James Cook, and I think that they're a solid, solid team. Yeah, they've really they've dominated three weeks in a row. I have the Eagles at three. The Eagles are four and zero. The offense looked better against the Commanders. You know, they were getting more big plays out of the passing offense. Didn't run the ball as well. Uh, but the Eagles are these games are too close. You know, especially this last one with the Commanders. I mean, they were if the Commanders go for two, they could have easily lost this game. This defense is too talented to be giving up. You know, thirty one points to a team like the Commanders. They they need to w- be winning more consistently to be you know to be the top team. So that's I mean they're four and zero. They're in the top three, but they have some weaknesses for sure. At number two, I have the Eagles. Until somebody can prove to me that you can stop them on a third and one, I think that they're going to remain in the top three for the rest of the season. It doesn't matter because if you can't be stopped on a third, that's the most overpowered thing. Or a third, a third or a fourth and one. Yeah, yeah. It, if you only it's have one yard ridiculous. to go, it's it's absolutely insane. It's it's nice. Super, super nice. You get worried when your team gets in a third and one, and the Eagles are just like that's where they want to be. They, I, they, I would they, love to be in a third. They and have, one they have fan. the opponent right where they want them yeah, in that exactly. situation. They're not yeah. even trying to get ten. They're trying to get nine yards. They want to get nine yards. They want to get nine yards. <laughs> they want to get in there. Yeah. Well, it's, de- it's demoralizing too. Yeah. It's you know, it's a physical thing, uh, intimidation thing. Uh, I have the Bills at two for all the reason that you said the Bills. I just like them more than the Eagles right now because I mean, yeah, I know they have the loss. Lost the Jets was what it was. Weird night. Uh, but the Bills have dominated for three weeks against really has yeah hasn't mattered who they played. You know, the Dolphins this last. But past week, we think they're very good, and they destroyed them. So look out for the Bills. Yeah, the only top five win of any of the other teams. Yeah. Top five, top five. Yeah. At number one, I'm going to guess that we have the same team. I have the 49ers. The, Car- are- the Cardinals. What? I have. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Okay. The 49ers. They're, they're the most well-rounded team in football. Best weapons on offense with great play calling and probably the best defense in football. We're going to find out this week, though, because I don't the 49ers haven't really been tested. And, you know, the best team they've played is the Rams. You know, they got wins over the Giants, Cardinals, uh, Pittsburgh. So we're going to we're gonna find out this week against the Cowboys. I, I Yeah, I do think they're the best right now, but we're going to see against some top-tier yeah, that'll, competition. That'll be a good game. Absolutely. So up next, we got our Week 5 record predictions. Thursday Night Football, Bears at Commanders. I don't know why Thursday Night Football is just the absolute worst. Thursday night football is horrible. Somebody's got to play. Except when the Lions beat the Packers. That's always a good Thursday night football game. Every time. I think that they should put Lions Packers on Thursday night football every single time. Because I love it when the Lions beat the Packers and the whole world has to watch. Yeah. The Lions in prime time. Watch out. Yeah. You just, I can't pick the Bears to win. I mean, after last week, seeing them squander that lead against one of the worst teams in the NFL, it's just hard to pick the Bears against anybody. And and like, you know, the Commanders looked really good against the Eagles. So I got I got to go Commanders here. Yeah, I also have the Commanders winning this game. Both of these teams are pretty bad, but 
I think the commanders are just slightly better at every single position, just still not a good football team. <laughs> but they're but they're better at every single position. What a Bears. take. I know. What a take. In London at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, we have the Jags at the Bills. I don't know why the Bills are home here. That doesn't make any sense to me. But whatever. Jags are on ice. Bills have just gotten one of the most the most dominant win in football so far this season because it's a top five opponent, top versus top five team. So I have the Bills winning this game. They're on fire. Uh, yeah, the only reason the Bills wouldn't win this game is if the Jags, you know, are, are better acclimated. Because I, I, I'd assume they're staying there this week since they played there this past week. And so, you know, maybe they'll they'll catch the Bills on some jet lag or something. But uh, other than that, there's no reason the Bills should lose this game. They should get a ton of pressure on Trevor Lawrence. And I, I don't think the Jags defense is, is good enough to stop this Bills offense. So, yeah, give me the Bills. At 1 p.m., they got Saints at Patriots. Uh, I have the Patriots winning this game. I don't believe Carr will be healthy enough. I didn't think that he that he threw the ball well enough. He struggled last week, and Winston won't be any better for them if they have to start Winston. That would be just atrocious. So I have the Patriots winning this game. I don't like Mac Jones, but I believe that like he personally, can, I I don't like Mac no Jones, comment. <laughs> but I believe that he can get a win here. This was this was a real coin flip for me. I you know neither of these teams playing very well right now. I still haven't decided. I guess I'll decide in three, two. Patriots are at home. Okay, give me the Patriots. If this game was in New Orleans, I would take the Saints. Since it's here, I'll I'll take the Patriots. You know, both teams better defenses, offenses are not doing a whole lot right now. So yeah, I guess for the, those reasons, I'll take the Patriots. I love the live picks; those are my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I, I've looked at this one. I've gone back and forth. I don't know who to take. They both look like crap right they now. They both so. look pretty bad. Up next, we got Titans at Colts. I have the Colts winning this one. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans were favored this game after what they did last week and the Colts lost last the Col- week. The Colts are favored. Colts minus Colts one. are favors. Colts favored? Colts minus one at home. I think the Colts. To the better team. I don't really think I'm picking an upset here. I think unless Derrick Henry gets absolutely after this Colts defense, like he would have to have a, a phenomenal game, like at one of those 150, 200 yard games for himself. Uh, but I think that the Colts can stop the run. I think that Buckner will be down there and I think that he'll get after him. I like the Titans. I think their defense is going to make things harder for Anthony Richardson than it was last week. Then the Bengals' defense? I, I really like the Bengals' defense. Still. Well, I like the Titans' defense, and I like Mike Vrabel. And I think the the Titans, they do this. You know, Our, like, remember a couple of years ago, they started the season kind of, eh, and then they won a bunch of games in a row, and then they and lose they went, in the playoffs. Eh. Yeah, but... But like, they had A.J. Brown at that point. No, this was... I think this was after that. And tw- when they were the number one seed? I don't remember when it was. I just... I'm picking, I'm, pick, I'm picking the Titans, okay? I think they're going to win. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play defense. Mike Vrabel's a football guy. It's what he does. And Anthony Richardson would probably be hurt anyway because he puts himself in harm's way too much he's got to protect himself he does a little bit i have the ravens beating the steelers up next in the steelers stadium the steelers offense looks really 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 bad and i believe harbaugh will be super conservative with lamar and he'll make sure that he doesn't do anything super stupid to give this game away yeah i like the ravens too uh the steelers offense has looked so bad against everybody but the raiders that i i just i can't pick them i i i I can't pick the steelers to win the game this this yeah offense is pitiful ravens had their best win of the season and I'll, i'll look on look to them to uh to build on that up next we got panthers at lions lions are at home lions get another dominant win right here looking for revenge from last year when the panthers really just kind of knocked them out of the playoffs with that win when they had over 200 yards rushing i think the panthers run game and option game is nothing like it was last year their whole offense is nothing like it was last year and they won't dominate like they did last year 
Panther or Lions dominate this game, take an easy win. Yeah, I like the Lions too for all the reasons you just spelled out. They're a much better team. If the Lions want to make that jump, like if the Lions want to get into my top five, you got yeah, you got to win these games and you got to win these games convincingly. Yeah, good teams, good teams win. Great teams when, when they're supposed to. Great teams dominate. Okay, yeah, well that too. Is that is that like is that in your book of quotes? Put that <laughs> one on your tombstone. Up next, we got Texans at Falcons. Texans look good. I have them winning this game. Stroud is playing really, really good. He's actually the better quarterback in this matchup by quite a mile. And the Falcons run the ball well, but they're too conservative. Desmond Ritter is not good enough to win in this game. Put Taylor Heineke in. Heineke for president. Yeah, I agree. I have the Texans too. I am worried. It's in Atlanta. You know, the dome can get a little, you know, can can be a tough place to play sometimes. Um, and also, you know, the Texans are led by a lot of rookies, a lot of young guys. I, I could see them, you know, having a lull, maybe having a bad week. But I, I still like them to beat the Falcons, the better team, better on offense and defense. Up next, we got Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins are one of the best teams in the NFL, especially offensively. And this Giants team is rough right now. They're in a cold streak. Uh, Dolphins win in a huge bounce back week, probably put up 40 plus points and Dolphins put up probably less than 10. The Giants made an absolute fool out of me on Monday night. And because of that, it's going to take a lot for me to pick them again. And I'm definitely not going to pick them against this Dolphins team. So yeah, give me the Dolphins. Daniel Jones will probably get sacked 15 times again. Up next, we got Bengals at Cardinals. Uh, This is a huge trap game, I think, with how bad Burrow has been playing, but still give me- It's not even a trap game. This is just a game between two one and three teams. Give me the Bengals here. Good. I think that they're talented in enough places outside of quarterback to win here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm taking the Bengals too. I don't trust them. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it either. Like I'm hoping Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow just get mad enough and they're like, okay, we're the two best players in the field. I don't care how bad my calf feels, like we're not gonna lose to the Cardinals. Um so yeah, I, I think they'll win, but you know, do I am I super confident? No, not at all. But yeah, give me Bengals. Up next we got Eagles at Rams. Uh this is also super interesting games. Eagles have not been playing as good as they should be, but I still think the Eagles get a pretty dominant win here. They had a little bit of a scare last week, but so did the Rams. So I think the Eagles D-line will get after the Rams, running the ball and passing the ball. And I really think that pass rush will be on point. Get after Matthew Stafford and they'll win this game defensively more than offensively. I don't agree that it'll be dominant. I am picking the Eagles. I think it'll win. I think they'll win. Uh, I think it'll be close though, because the Eagles are just loving keeping games close right now. And, And Matt Stafford is a much better quarterback quarterback than Sam Howell. So if Sam Howell can dice you up, uh, Matthew Stafford definitely can too. I mean, if if we're doing a power ranking right now, where are we putting the Rams? Because I, I don't, don't know. know what to think about this. this I don't, Rams I don't really know either. I, like, like I said earlier, I feel like without Matt Stafford, they're probably one of the worst teams in the league. With them, they have a chance to beat any. I mean, they're somewhere in the middle. They're somewhere in the middle. I mean, could I potential wild card? I feel like they have wild card potential yeah, right now, especially in the NFC. Yeah, well, both division, both I would, conferences. It's hard though because I think the Seahawks get the wild card that in that well, division, there's, there's, and I don't think that there's a second team for, or a third team from the NFC. There's West. there's three wild card spots, right? But I don't think there's a second team or a third team from the NFC West because 49ers are winning that division. I mean, we could break that down, but just based on like how they've played right now, I, I think the Rams are they have wild card potential for sure. Up next, we got. Jets at Broncos. Uh, I have the Jets winning this one, actually. Russell Wilson still has looked really, really bad. I think he's going to have at least two picks in this game. Uh, Another game 
where the defense is going to win it for the Jets. I like the Jets because the Jets defense is the best unit on the field for sure. After last week, I have some I have some hope in Zach Wilson. There's some hope. And I, I more important than <laughs> more important than me believing in Zach Wilson. I'm laughing a little is bit. Is the Jets defense believing in Zach Wilson? That's because true. Once Zach Wilson started making plays against the Chiefs, all of a sudden the defense like lit a fire and was like, oh my gosh, we actually have a chance in this game. Our offense is doing, you know, is got a first down, is doing some things, scored some points. So if they can keep that rolling, keep that, you know, that good momentum you know i we'll see we'll see if they can do it i like them against the broncos though i i I still think the broncos are bottom five so yeah yeah and this is that's probably one thing that the broncos defensive players are thinking our quarterback isn't going to get us anywhere what do we need the ball for (laughs) (laughs) really down on russ he he still won last week got that first win yeah he beat he beat the bears he beat the bears up next we got chiefs to vikings uh vikings are playing horrible i have the chiefs winning this game uh chiefs could put up 50 if they really really want to but but I think they played a little bit more conservative depending you were on just, how the Vikings just do coming here. in hot with all these two. You think everybody's just gonna blow out everybody. I do. I do. That's, and that that's actually kind of what happened last week. That's what uh, last week it was did like. a little bit. The four thirty games were all blowouts. Anyway, uh, I have the Chiefs two. Uh the Chiefs defense. I like against this Vikings offense. The Vikings offense hasn't looked very good. Kirk Cousins is turning the ball over quite a bit. They have problems with fumbles. The Vikings defense isn't exactly great great either. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are just better. Like, of course, I'm picking them in this game. Everybody's picking them in this game. On Sunday Night Football, we have the Cowboys at the 49ers. Great matchup. Great test for Purdy. Uh, but I think the 49ers are the hottest team in football right now. And I know that they haven't faced a real challenge and that all their wins have been dominant. And that they didn't used to play well under Garoppolo when they were behind. And if they get behind in this game, that would be what I want. I want to see the 49ers losing this game because I want to see how they react. But I like have the 49ers see, you winning see, this You game. want to see them lose. You want to see them get down a little I bit. I want to see them get down a little bit. Yeah. And, and so, like, let's test Brock Purdy. Yeah, I like that. I don't think they will, though. I think the 49ers I, I like the 49ers to win. They're at home. And Kyle Shanahan is a is a better head coach than Mike McCarthy. And for, and from top to bottom, I think they're more talented than the Cowboys even. But yeah, I mean, these are two of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, really excited for this game, but I, I, I like San Francisco. On Monday Night Football, we have Packers at Raiders. Packers offensive line is in need of a bounce back week. It looked horrible last week. I think they're getting a couple pieces back. Bakhtiari, not so much. Uh, I think it'll be a real question of who's healthy for them, but I think that they beat this Raiders team because they do have their two best offensive players back from hamstring injuries. They were back last week, but they both only played like 10 combined snaps. And I think that now if they're healthier, they'll be able to get after this Raiders defense. I want you to know that I didn't listen to anything you just said because I'm picking the Raiders. Raiders on top. Raiders for the win always and forever. I am ready to be hurt again. Raiders win on Monday night. Let's do it. Up next, we got our fantasy football predictions. Uh, for our starts of the week at quarterback, I have Jordan Love versus the Raiders. Great opportunity. You're going to regret that. You're going to uh, regret that. This is a stout defense. I hope for you that I do. You know how the you know but the I Raiders don't think are I will. the 30th ranked fantasy defense right now because they cause so many turnovers and big plays. My quarterback. Okay, so last week I saved Justin Fields' career. Unfortunately, the Bears couldn't win, but Justin Fields had a really nice day. And so this week I've decided I'm going to save Zach Wilson. And he already like he already he got things started last week. Um, but I'm picking Tim. I'm, he's my start. Zach Wilson is my fantasy start at quarterback against the Broncos. The Broncos suck. He's got some momentum. I I just believe this is. This is the game. This is the game when Zach Wilson shows everybody why he was picked second overall. At running back, I have Brian Robinson versus the Bears. 
game they should be up quite a bit. Should be running a lot against a Brad Bears defense. I have Dolphins running back Devon Achan. Uh, you know the 50 point game. People probably thought that was a fluke. He came back last week, 27 more points. They're playing the Giants, probably going to be running the ball. Give me Achan. At wide receiver, I have Christian Watson versus Las Vegas. Same reason as Jordan Love, and I really think that that connection right there will get them both a lot of points. <sighs> Stupid pick. I have. DeAndre Hopkins, Titans wide receiver against the Colts. He's He made some plays last week. The Colts secondary has given up points to receivers. And as a, you know what? I'm not even going to say, I'll say it. Romeo Dobbs. You should play Romeo Dobbs over Christian Watson if he's available. Jordan Love likes throwing the ball to him. And the, yeah, Raiders well, secondary. Watson's been out. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's not as comfortable throwing to Christian Watson. Whatever. Romeo Dobbs had like 13 targets last week. For a tight end start, give me Zach Ertz versus the Bengals. Uh, I, he's gotten so many targets in the last couple of weeks and he hasn't produced super well on them but i mean in a ppr league getting a guy that can get six catches for 50 yards at the tight end spot that's solid and i think that's that's what his stat line is going to look like this week yeah my start i have another jets offensive player who would have thought um but tyler conklin zach wilson likes him likes to check it down a lot uh should have had a touchdown to him um on sunday night yeah tyler conklin and kicker i have greg zerline in denver a high altitude ball goes further Kickers love it there. You just pick a dome or whoever's playing in Denver. You're so predictable. And the Jets could put up a lot of points this week, and they probably will settle for a couple field goals too. So yeah, I have Matt Gay. I I don't. Who does he play for? He plays for the Colts. Yeah, the Colts are playing the Titans, and the Titans defense is good, but they're kind of that bend but don't break defense. So they give up a lot of points to kickers. So yeah, Matt Gay. At defense, I have Detroit versus Carolina. Probably a dominant win. Could get Bryce Young to get some turnovers. They're kind of turnover due and touchdown due even. Could have a pick six in this game. I got a feeling. Spoken like a true Lions fan. I have, I mean, it's not a bad pick. I have the Dolphins against the Giants. The Giants offensive line, I watched them last night. It was the worst performance I've ever seen. So yeah, I would play any defense that's playing the Giants right now. So yeah, give me the Dolphins. For our sits of the week at quarterback, I have Dak Prescott versus the 49ers. Uh, 49ers defense is just so good. That's literally it. Yeah, I, I'm staying away from that game in fantasy, um, other than the like obvious starts. Uh, my quarterback said I have Trevor Lawrence playing in London. Games are always weird there, usually not very high scoring, and he's going against a Bills defense that is really stout, and his offensive line has been suspect, so I, I could be a long day for Trevor Lawrence. At running back, I have my sit as Alexander Madison versus Kansas City, getting less and less touches now that Cam Akers is there. Last week was the last week that he's going to get any points because he played a really bad defense. Now he plays a team that they could be down and the mr fumble of the year will not not perform this well in fantasy my running back sit is zach moss colts running back titans are good against the run and there's also a chance that jonathan taylor is back this week plus zach moss just hasn't really done that much even without jonathan taylor there so put him on your bench at wide receiver i have chris olave versus new england i don't think Derek carr will play very well and this kind of plays into that especially if they get christian gonzalez back i think christian gonzalez will kind of follow olave across the field Mm, I don't I don't know if they're going to get him back. I think there's a good chance he'll be out, but we'll see. Uh, my wide receiver sit is Jerry Judy against the Jets secondary. Uh, the Broncos receivers couldn't do much against the Bears secondary, so I think they're really going to struggle against this Jets secondary, which is one of the best in the NFL. 
At tight end, I have Evan Ingram versus Buffalo. Really, really good Buffalo team. Uh, Matt Milano, absolute dog. He'll get after your tight ends. I don't like. I don't like that pick from you. And I think Evan Evan Ingram is too consistent. He, if, especially if you're in a PPR league, he's going to get some catches. I think Rid, Ridley will start getting more targets here. Yeah, we'll I think this is the game where they're going to depend on Ridley and still lose. Okay. Well, we'll see. I, I I can't imagine sitting Evan Ingram right now unless you have like a, another really good option at tight end. Um, somebody who I would sit for Evan Ingram is. Darren Waller and this is similar to my uh so my soapbox speech about sitting Kyle Pitts last week we're just going to go ahead and apply that same speech to Darren Waller right now give it up I'm one of them I am a Darren Waller fantasy owner and it's just not going to happen the the Giants offense is too bad he doesn't even get targeted I don't I don't know why they even traded for him they it's like they don't even want to use him and they can't because they can't pass protect so just just sit him it's just not going to happen stop hoping they're there is no hope. At kicker, I have Graham Gano versus Miami. I think this team will be down by so much. And this team is just so bad that Giants... And Graham Gano has not had a good year. Yeah. He's I, had a bad he'll year. He'll be bad. Uh, my sit is Vikings kicker, Greg Joseph. Uh, the Chiefs um, haven't given up many points to kickers. I think a lot of that is because when teams are playing the Chiefs, they realize that they, you know, field goals aren't going to get it done. Um, so for all those reasons, sit Greg Joseph. At defense, I have sit Dallas versus the 49ers. Oh uh, my this- gosh, that's so funny. I have sit 49ers against Dallas. <laughs> I feel like you just wow. We just don't know what we're so funny. I don't know what we're gonna get. I don't in this know what game. we're gonna get either. I it could wouldn't. be high. It could be high scoring. It could be low scoring. I just don't know. And because of that uncertainty, yeah, I, I don't like either of the defenses. Yeah, that's a fair. One. That's a fair take. Thank you for listening to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football. Please go follow us on Instagram at osfb underscore pod. And thank you and have a great day.